One's a blonde, one's a brunette. You put them together, what do you get? Amanda and Emily. It's a show about nothing at all. Amanda and Emily. Come join us and you'll have a ball. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Amanda and Emily. We have a podcast. My name's Amanda. My name is Emily. And welcome so much to episode 54. 54 is there gonna be any more? 54, you're gonna walk out the door. 54, you are such a silly whore. Did you see it going that way? Did you think it was gonna go that way, like that it would become about a whore? No, I just didn't really get it. Will you still need me? Will you still feed me when I'm 54? I'm going to pull that out again at 64, so just so we know. Guys, 10 episodes to go. <laughs> 10 episodes to go. Do you get to hear that one more time? That gem. <laughs> How come I've been doing this the whole time? Where was I at 40, 44 and 34? This could have been a real great thing I've, we've had, and here we are. Anyway, welcome so much uh, to episode 54 of Amanda and Emily. We have a podcast. Uh, we are having a time here. Some we say- Having a time. We're having a time. Um, Emily, how are you today? I'm really tired. <laughs> great. Okay. I wanted to go swimming, and I didn't. And here's my day now. And then you just didn't get to. Wow. I didn't get what to. What stopped you? Laziness? Life. Mm, I no, understand. I couldn't. I didn't have the time. I couldn't. I didn't have the time. Oh, okay. Wow. <laughs> sounds sounds hard. Sounds like a real big problem, and I, I hope that. If I wasn't doing this, maybe I'd go swimming. My thoughts and prayers go out to you in this tri- trying time. Thank you. Um, there, you. You could send flowers. I could. Uh, there was a time where I went. To, I once went to a subway and uh, Wait, the, like sandwi- the, the sandwich shop. Okay. Uh, and they had a uh, sign in there. They had a little handwritten it's a sign. Don't any of this. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Why are you here?" Um, and it was a sign, and it said, "We are out of. We, we have. We are. We have no. We have, We are out of spinach. We have no lettuce nor spinach. Sorry for your loss. For your loss. <laughs> Listen, there's a leafy greens." <laughs> deficiency i remember because i was trying to figure it out because i specifically remember nor we have we do we have no lettuce nor spinach somebody that, we're sorry that, for your that loss. staff member that was like put in, in charge of that taking a lot like they probably were like walking around like god oh we do. They had, like, a sorry we with- don't have let we we do not have should i do it's a classic traction like, classic like uh Ooh, time time lapse where you like shows that they like crumple yeah. up the paper and they throw it in the trash bin and, and then the keep missing and the papers and just, the, <laughs> the papers are piling up the trash bin's getting in they're just scratching their head they're sweating and then he can't and then he presents it and everyone's like that's it you said nor how it sounds so fancy yeah it's like we're at a renaissance fair <laughs> Uh, have you thought about being a writer oh this is amazing Gary this is great and sorry for your loss what a really great part of it Do wow you, you know what too that poor guy too like anyone that worked in that subway that day you know how many people they just had to hear it from and it's like what are they gonna do and they didn't read it can I get um, turkey yep lettuce yep. Uh, tomato no wait no you can't why you can't get lettuce what do you mean we don't have it why you're a subway I'm sorry for your loss <laughs> <laughs> well thank you thank you bye you can Do make you still donations. Want sub without any vegetables in it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if you don't have lettuce, I'll just have spinach. What do they call that at um, Jimmy John's? They they like have a line of subs. I think they're called like th- thins or something. Thin which slims slims slims. I don't know, but whatever it is, it's literally just the protein on bread. It's just like meat salami. It's like when you were a kid and you just like have a have a lunch for school. It's and like, it's like salami. Eleven year old. Uh, my husband used to have salami and butter sandwiches. Butter, right? That's disgusting. Uh, I know. 
Can you imagine like a, already a greasy meat and then adding butter to butter. it? Butter. It's like the That's most Midwest so thing I've ever heard. We, I did have salami sandwiches though when I was a kid, but they would have well, you know, put butter on. Yeah, because you're a normal person. Butter. And they kept butter in a cabinet. Goodbye. Uh, oh, wait, not in the fridge? Nope, in a cabinet. In a cabinet. My, uh, my aunt, I don't understand My that. aunt does the same thing. Just was it cheap. a stick? Uh-huh. In a cabinet. On my the, aunt leaves the it. butter tray? Uh-huh. My aunt would leave it on the, on the table. That's what she did. No, I've seen that. Just like forever. I, just I, all day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. And I actually do believe that, like, that's fine for butter. Like, I think you can do that. But, like, not me. <sighs> not me. I also, wouldn't. side note, you know what I don't eat? Butter. butter. I've been eating chemical butter since I could. <laughs> so have Since I. I was born. Adam commented on a lot because he said that my, my family, we always had margarine or yeah. like, we always had country crock. Margarine. Country crock. That's the one we always had. That's, that, that's Are awful. you kidding? Have you had country crock? Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh my God, it's the best to me. No. What do you eat? Well, smart balance. Oh, I don't mind smart balance, but it's lame. Well, country crock is like putting as if I like melted down like a plastic, like plastic utensils and then just like put that on something. There's no taste. When, when I woke up this morning, if you told me that you, we were going to have a conversation about country crock and that you were going to have an opinion about it, I would have never believed that person. It's disgusting. It has, it's, oh, ugh. if I ask for butter and someone gives me country crock, it's like, I got to go. I'm mad when I ask for butter and they give me butter. I'm like, don't you have country crock? I said butter. But uh, but at the same time, who's who's eating parquet? What was that? Remember parquet? No. Parquet? Yeah, they'd be like, butter. Butter. What are parquet. You, what are you talking about? It's literally as if you're speaking another language. I have this no is, clue what you're okay, talking about. Okay, forget it. No, it's no. The, Emily, we are too far. What are you talking about? It's, a, it's an old... Parquet was like a very popular like margarine. It's like butter substitute of the time. A long time ago, obviously. I think it's way before your time. And the commercials were a container of parquet and the lid was the container's How mouth. How spell parquet? I think it's P-A-R-K-A-Y. Okay. And it'd be like... I don't remember these. I don't remember exact how it went, but it would be like the lid is the butter, mouth. butter, parquet. You have to see the ad. I can't explain it right. Your brain is a cesspool. Okay, so go. Your on. brain is a cesspool go on. of 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 how do you commercials, not ever hear of parquet though? Jingles. I've no. I've never. And I can't stress to you or our audience <laughs> enough, but how completely obsessed with television I was when I was a child. I can tell. I, I lived for it. I couldn't not be watching it. Wow. It's very hard for me as an adult to not watch TV. Wow. Um, <laughs> Which sounds probably horrible. There but. was a time where my parents tried to... I love that we're already just uh, just talking about... We haven't even, talked, haven't even talked about the, of what the topic is. <laughs> we haven't even gotten into corrections. We haven't gotten into our corrections yet. Um, I love that uh, when, when I was a kid, my parents did this thing where they tried to regulate our television time. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. And it's the time that goes down in history that we refer to as TV tickets. Because my parents probably went to like Office Depot and got one of those like raffle Roll ticket tickets. rolls. And for like the week, you had like six TV tickets or whatever You've it was. You've got to be kidding me. Yep. And it stood for like 30 minutes of television. So there were two things. So, and that was, so there was that part of it, which was um, doing, uh, so there was that part where like you had to like earn, you could like, I guess, earn more TV tickets or <laughs> that sort of thing. Um, but then, you know, you could use them and that sort of thing. They also did a thing where they, uh, it was called the marbles system and it was like oh. you could earn marbles and then like two, t- 25 marbles is like oh you all go to you get a frozen yogurt and the, like if you clean your room you get two marbles five marbles whatever it was is. it the thing though because i've heard seen parents doing it where there was like two jars 
And it would be like they would like if, if uh, you know no. what I mean? Like you'd add to the good jar. But if like you, you did fucked up shit, they would take them away and put them in the I bedroom. don't remember that. I only remember good things. But <laughs> I mean, I was a very good kid. What can I say? Oh, and then um, there was. So we had like a chart of what all the prizes were. And uh, because my dad. This seems like a lot of work, by the way. On your parents end. Yeah, of course. Uh, anything to make us kids behave and like clean up. Um, there was a thing where on the chart it was like 25 marbles. You can go to like. We'll order Disney pizza. World. Disney World is 25. <laughs> um, like, you know, X amount and a da, 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 da. And so there was one that said one million marbles. Dad will go bowling with you. Because he hated bowling so much. <laughs> <laughs> a million. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> one million marbles. Because that's, that's okay, like. Okay, hold on. This hold is on, how I get on. my sense of humor. It's all for my dad. I have to dissect this for just a second. <laughs> because first of all, I love that like. Your mom had to have thought, like, like probably put so much effort. Into, and like, she had, wanted to make a goof yeah. one. You know, like, because that's like the goof one. I, I wonder if she wanted to make a goof one. I guarantee the goof that's was a goof my dad. One. I know, but I, I, I guarantee it was my dad. I bet you it was your dad. 100%. He was probably watching her painstakingly make this like, chart. And he was hey, like, hey, 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 do this. Hey, hey. And it was. Make and me, it's a thing. I'm 32. And I still remember it. Like, but it was also that too, funny. Okay, so my other thing about this, though, is that, like, who, who has that strong of a taste one way or the other? For bowling. He hates playing board games. He hates bowling. We have to like really, it's like once a year we'll get him to play a board game with us. But he's so fun when he plays them. But he also pouts a lot, which makes it more fun. I'm that person. Yeah, he'll pout. I, I'm, 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 I'm so psyched out of the gates. And then if it's, if it, for God forbid, isn't going my way, I take a turn. Forget it. And then I don't care. I'll be, I'll be just run. rotten. Just be rotten. One of my friends uh, growing up, Jen, she would... Oh, Jen Yaffe? Not my Jen. No, not my Jen Yaffe. That's Jen Rhoda. She's She was my Jen Yaffe. Um, no, this other uh, this other Jen, she was who I knew in high school, and she was famous for flipping the Monopoly board um, at a certain mad? point. Yep. And when you flip a Monopoly board, like, you don't remember where all your shit oh, was. Oh, it's a mess. It's a total Plus, mess. You, you leave the, the money You pull your money underneath. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> fucked if you do that. And so, and she would do that, and it was the worst. Like, can you imagine being that person? Who does that? Flipping the board. I mean, that's too much. Too much. I just become like, I have like stages. It's like the stages of grieving. I just like, I have parts. Where it just turns. Acceptance, yeah, anger, it's like, it's like denial. As soon as I start to realize that like I'm not coming out of that hole, I like become initially like, eh. And then I become like highly irritated. And then I just want everyone to stop playing. So I get to a level of such irritation that everyone's like, well, just, you know what? Forget it. Let's For, put it away. Forget it. Let's not play anymore. Which makes me sound like a delight. What are the levels of grief? It's I know it's dabbed oh. The first denial. Oh, is the first shock? No, it's DABDA. That's that's the acronym for it. DABDA. D A. Denial. Denial? Acceptance. No, acceptance is last. Why would you accept first? Acceptance has to be last. No. You don't accept it first, then you go through the rest. No, I. I, It's not acceptance. It's a million percent. So anger's the end. There's the final. It's DABDA. Oh, you're right. Oh. You don't accept because once you accept, there's no more stages. It's certainly not. Denial, I mean, it's denial anger. anger. Bargaining is one. I know that. Yeah, what does that mean, though, It's too? like, mm, I think it's something like, well, if I do this, maybe it uh, won't be that way. Okay. Like you, I, I think it just means you go to stores and you haggle a lot. You go and you're just like, um, I'll give you $3 for this. Sir, this, this hamburger is $5. I'm grieving. <laughs> <laughs> I like the grieving discount. Oh, you're on. Sorry for your loss. You're on the B in Dabda, huh? Dabda, D-A-B-D-A. A. The end? Yeah. I think, so I think it's denial. Anger. anger bargaining. bargaining. Dabda. De- D again. Death. You die. 
Then you die. And then you accept it. And then you accept one things. One more. Dabda. There's one more D. Denial. Der. Defense. I don't know. Who knows? District and, 9. And it's District 9. You watch District 9, mm-hmm. and then, which was my favorite movie that year. Um, I, I love abs- that movie. I love District 9. Mm-hmm. Me too. Um, so that would, that would help me through my grief. And then acceptance. Because once you get through it, you're like, well, at least I'm not a South African man who is now a yeah. little making little metal robot flowers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ah, uh, spoiler alert for District 9. If any, oh, I hope you didn't rent it today. Rent it. Redbox. Red. I hope you didn't go to Blockbuster today. Because you can't. Because you can't anymore. Because you went back in time. <laughs> if you did, tell us how. Okay. We okay, anyway. Let's get this train. Let's get, uh, so let's, we haven't gotten to the topic, lot, so we might as well, well jump, jump no, into uh, corrections. Yeah, our last updates. episode was episode 53, and it was our live show episode. Yep. And our uh, topic that day was summer. And uh, a couple things. Uh, first off, I think we both agree about this. I think we we, we were kind of speaking out of turn yeah, we, when we, we made the sweeping generalization. Mm, we did. And I, I'm i going through the stages of grief right now. I'm a, um, Where are you I, at? I'm at? I'm at bargaining. Um, I am too right now, so actually, I'm at District I, 9. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, could I give you $2 for that t-shirt that you're wearing? Will it make you feel better? Yeah. No spinach, no lettuce. I'm sorry for your last buy. Thank you so much. District 9. Um, we, we may have said that anybody named Summer is a whore. Which is really fucked up. That's really we even had a guest. We had a guest named Summer who we love. And who's lovely. And we adore her. And she's funny and wonderful. Am I certain that our friend Summer is not a whore? No. We don't know. She hasn't told us. (laughs) We can't speak to her. However. You you know how whores are. They'll just tell you. They'll just tell you. (laughs) But, uh. So we are apologetic. We, 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 I would like to apologize. Sorry for your loss. My bad. <laughs> all, all, the, all our summers listening, I apologize. Uh, but I will like to, I would also, but I would like to say you're welcome to all of the Wandas who I gave. You really I added some fire to that name. You really did. Yeah, the, the Wanda, the babies being born named Wanda is, is really on the rise All the people now. that left our show with the aphrodisiac that we are, <laughs> all the people that left our show and went home and did some baby making stuff and Nine months from now, it's gonna be boy or girl. A Wanda, it's gonna be a Wanda Christmas. An army. It's gonna be a Wanda Christmas. That's uh, our Christmas. That's our. Not all who Wanda are lost. That was incredible, and I know that there is because everyone named Wanda. If we're gonna make continue to make generalizations, everyone who's named Wanda is a little wacky. They're just a little wacky, and I would guarantee that there is a Wanda out there that has something that says not all who Wanda are lost. Somebody, oh my yeah. God, Wanda Sykes. Uh, someone had, probably had a party. It was probably called Alice in Wandaland or Wanda in Wandaland. Too much, <laughs> too much. Um, but yeah, so we, we want to make that apology. Sorry. Sorry, sorry. Um, I'd like to say that we had a, uh, a gentleman by the name of Chris who was just a Young, right. young, sprightly little boy uh, by the age of 18. Yep. Um, who was going to work for Lockheed, Lockheed Martin. Martin. Yep. And he mentioned that he was going to be working on the Apache helicopter, something neither of us knew anything about. So just wanted to let you know what the Apache helicopter is. It was, it is a, an attack helicopter from the United States. Um, and its first flight was on the 30th of September in 1975. Um, 
it's it was produced in 19 but then it says it was produced in 1983 so that's wikipedia gotta straighten that out so it says the boeing ah-64 apache is an american four-blade twin turboshaft attack helicopter with a tail whip type landing gear arrangement and a tandem cockpit for a two-man crew you sound like you're reading that amazon review for pie face again it's almost the same <laughs> it says the u.s army is the primary operator of the ah-64 and it was really fun when I pulled out the whipped cream glasses. The adults when were turning chit- handles and turning handles, adult chit chats. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so that's that. that. Didn't clear anything up for me, by the way. It's an attack. It's a helicopter. Yeah, it's I mean, an army but, helicopter. But we, I, yeah, but we like that's enough. I mean, like we that we kind of assumed, right? I thought maybe there was some sort of like secret mission thing that it's going. And there's on. there's and there's two thousand of them. Oh, I thought it was one. No, it features a nose mount and sensor suite for target acquisition and night vision again, systems. Now you're just talking nonsense again. <laughs> you're just—it sounds like you're just stringing together several different words. Okay. Well, that's what sentences are. I know, but like that—that that, because like they're using like the the definition of what it is, but like to me, it all just sounds like military mumbo jumbo with like parts of things that I don't know what they are. Military mumbo jumbo was my favorite 1970s hit. The song or mm-hmm. the movie? The the song, <laughs> and then the movie later it was based on. I love movies that are based that are inspired by songs. There's so many. Are there any? I was literally just trying to think. I'm like, I always feel like there's a song that somebody wrote. Nine to five. Isn't nine to five or is that the other way around? It's the other way around. That's what I was just about to say. Like songs are written for to movies. Me, to me, nine to five, work, in, work nine to five. It's, it's not, the movie's called nine to five. Yeah. Uh, to me, it was based on the song. It, Go, it, was Go, Ghostbusters was based on the song. No. No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Um, was Titanic based on that Celine Dion song? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. No, okay. That's, oh, you know what? That's the one of the instances. That's one of them where it reverses. Got it. Okay. I really don't know if there's a movie, guys. Episode guys, the next episode, 50, that episode we have fifty-five. To do a uh, we'll figure it out. What was based on us? Uh oh. Uh, what's the Britney Spears Crossroads? The Britney Spears movie, Crossroads. Yeah, but didn't she do a song called Crossroads? No. But I bet you it was for the movie. I, I don't think she, I don't, I don't think that like the writers for Britney were like, let's take one of Britney's songs and make it a movie. Across the universe. Oh. I think I found one. But is the song Across the Universe though, is that Beatles movie? Yeah. That movie is atrocious. I'm sure it's a piece of shit, but I think I found one. I but that, no, it. because that movie is just the songs. They're okay. just like all a bunch of Beatles songs. Okay, well. <laughs> Well, here we are. Here we are. Um, and Emily, uh, uh, do you yes. have any other? Uh, we also had a gentleman named Randy who was uh, certain that everyone was judging him for his sandal uh, sandals at but, the show. But nobody and knew or nobody cared. Nobody was nor cared. Uh, and uh, Randy had mentioned that he was from Puerto Rico. And all I could remember immediately was an old commercial yeah. for Puerto Rico, for tourism in Puerto Rico when I was a child. Which mm-hmm. now that... Sorry, pull this up. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play you guys the tune, the 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 chorus have you, of the 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 hook for Puerto Rico's uh, tourism commercial from 1986. And if you did listen to the show, I think I don't want to toot my own horn. You nailed it. But I came pretty close. You nailed to nailing it. This. So here we are. Puerto Rico, the Well, there, there, there it is. Uh, Yeah. So 
I was pretty on point. You were pretty on point. That commercial came out in 1986, so I was a 10-year-old, a young 10-year-old Emily Fontana. And again, for me, it's just proving time and time again your cesspool brain that just like soaks up complete garbage and toxic waste of, of knowledge. You made it sound so much more glamorous than I actually usually think of my brain. Wow. Thanks. Thanks You're welcome. You're welcome. I do remember running around singing it all the time. I, but why? Like, why would a 10-year-old you be so interested in a Puerto so Rico commercial? Weird. I was a weird kid. You're weird now, but in, but you're delightful. You're wonderful. Yeah, I think around it's this, what makes you you. Around that same time too, I remember. I don't know if I've ever told this story before, but I heard the term prostitute used. But I had no like I was young. I was maybe like six, and I didn't like I heard people like maybe grown ups talking about it, and they were throwing the word around like. Mm. And I had no. I was it because of all the prostitutes at your house? <laughs> yeah, we had so many prostitutes wow. at our house, so many hookers. <laughs> um, uh, so I, I I just heard it. And then I came downstairs from my bedroom one day just yelling, Emily, the prostitute. And my mother was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because I had no, I didn't know I was using it wrong. I just like thought That's like. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, very similar. Uh, my Jen. Jen uh, Rota. She, um, she found out what the, she, she heard the word slut. Yeah. And she called one of our friends a slut because she had a crush on two boys. That's a little bit accurate, Which though. is That's closer than Emily the prostitute, although I don't know what you were doing at 10 years old. Um, <laughs> but calling, but can you imagine someone, oh, you slut. But like for real calling somebody they're a like slut. they're like children. They're children. It's the best. Nicole's um, so slutty. What a slut. What'd she do? She has, she passed math. Can you believe it? She passed gas. <laughs> That's what I thought you were saying. Um, so, yeah. And then I also have have one small correction, not really a correction, just an update. I believe I made a lot of derogatory comments about above ground pools. You did. And I want to say that I found out about someone who buried their above ground pool. So it became a normal pool, I guess. But it's like, so they dug a hole. Hold on a second. (laughs) Above ground pools are still a normal pool. They're a pool. They're just not an in-ground pool. Yeah. And when you live in Massachusetts in 1980, not like literally no one on your block has a pool. I know. Let alone an in-ground pool. Okay. So anyway, so, but how weird is it that they would dig a hole, they would buy an above-ground pool. You know why they did that? Then dig a hole. You know it's cheaper. They, I'm well, sure. and because of the above-ground pool shaming that they were experiencing. Oh, good. And you, look at you. Look at me. You, you, Continuing you're, you're to do it. it yourself. Continuing to do it. Look. Just I, I had an in-ground pool. It had a slide. My parents took out the diving board when we moved in. They removed the diving board, which stunk because it was. I wanted a diving board, but they were too afraid. We, they were afraid we'd break our damn necks. It, I don't know what that is. Why is the wind coming into this? I mean, I'm just sighing. It was really long. It sounded like you were letting air out of a balloon. Yeah. No, that would be more like. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that balloon? I don't have my falsetto is not but active, so I can't. Oh, yeah. Or like just a real like. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it is that. And then you can if squeeze it. Like it pops off the thing. Yeah. And then sometimes you can squeeze it. You squeeze the little lips together and it goes. The, the high ones. I have to say I have an anxiety about blowing balloons up because we do it at work a lot. And I it makes me very oh, yeah. anxious. I don't enjoy it. Oh, because the, the, the threat of popping is terrifying. Yeah. And just over. It's just. It's very and scary. And then tying it is like very like irritating. Did you. How do you feel about doing this with water balloons? Yeah, it's the tying of it that it gets very it gets, frustrating. It does. It gets precarious. 
What? Precarious. It gets precarious. What's precarious? Precarious means like it gets like a little, well, it's kind of like sketchy. It could be problematic. Hmm. It's like, ooh, that's precarious. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> I, I believe that's the definition. I thought precarious was more like mysterious. Like, ooh, that's precarious. That's peculiar. I think you're but thinking I be, of peculiar think, and curious. I think I'm, I'm mixing words. Let's see. Let's see what the old, I think I'm, I think I'm mixing words. I'm just mixing words. Precarious, not securely held or in position, dangerously oh. likely to fall or collapse. It's literally precarious. It's literally what you said. Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, balloons is a perfect transition into there, yeah. our topic for today. Yeah. Um, and look, I mean, we're. We're 24 minutes into the podcast. We should probably just get into the topic at hand, I Here guess. we are. Here we are. Um, so our topic for episode 54 is parties. parties. <laughs> oh, did someone just let a balloon out? <laughs> it's such a good impression. Mine goes so fast. It's such a good impression, though. It's ter- it's a terrible impression. I really, I think it's so good <laughs> because it's that one that does do that. Like, and it flies. <laughs> <laughs> it's 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 very it's also it's like similar to my whoopee cushion it impression. is I, I'll, I'll say it once i'll say it again you should be a foley artist <laughs> by the way whoopee cushions thoughts not into it me neither <laughs> who doesn't see that i i will say though, who doesn't see it on a seat i will say though i don't know the last time oh, no. you've seen a good whoopee cushion get pulled off though because when it does get pulled well, off, never because is- i don't live in a save by the bell episode so <laughs> never <laughs> Oh my god! I wish we had a whoopee cushion so bad right now, so that we could That's like a great play quote. a prank, play a prank on someone. So we could play. No one has ever gotten up to go to the bathroom at dinner, and then somebody put a large red balloon <laughs> no, under no, no, their no. butt, under their chair, and then they sat down. It, how can it ever work? I know how it's gonna work. Oh. I know how it's gonna work. Okay. I don't want to tell you because I want. You're gonna do it to me. Not do it to you. But I'm going to do it to, to someone. someone and you don't want to tell them. I don't want to give it away. That's really good. Um, you still haven't from our prank episode. First of all, you didn't bring up this impression during our prank episode. But also, um, you still haven't pranked me by hard boiling eggs for me without telling me. It's a great prank. It's a real solid prank. I'm um, not ready yet. You're not ready. You got the element of surprise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this episode, uh, we want to talk about parties because mm-hmm. parties uh, parties have a lot of definitions. You know, um, people think of children's parties or like family. Like I always had, you know, birthday parties that were like we'd have like the family birthday party and then you'd have like the friend's birthday party. Oh, we didn't do that. You didn't do that. Um, I don't think my family really. Like, it was like, well, there's prostitutes all around. You can't have your <laughs> you can't have your fair. friends over. Yeah. Um. Yes, yeah, so we did a lot of that. Uh, and I feel like those family parties were always like super tame, just like very standard. Kids playing in a backyard, family sitting around a room. You know, like that's pretty much like the extent of it. Yeah. Um. And I think we've talked about. I think we might have talked about it on birthdays when I would always talk about how like I had the winter birth the winter birthday and it was always the worst because I was in the northeast so it was snowing all the time. Right. And then my brother always had the summer birthday parties, which was always the best. Which, by the way, we had our own version of an above ground pool when um we lived at my old house before we had the pool, the in ground pool. It was a. Do you remember in the eighties? It was like that terrible. It was. I'm trying to think of how to describe it. It was like flimsy plastic. You would just like throw it out there. Oh, yeah. And it had like these super flimsy edges that you could like push down if you wanted. And it would have like a design on the outside. I, that I remember. Yeah. And it was, I remember his, uh, ours was the Wuzzles. The Wuzzles. That was, that was a thing? Mm-hmm. I believe it was a Disney Channel, a Disney cartoon, a Disney Channel cartoon. Mm. Yeah. The Wuzzles. Um, and I remember that. So that was, I guess, our version. And I remember like filling it up with the hose and... We had, well, not we, when, before I was born, that was the pool that my parents put in the yard. It was like one of those. One of those. And then they made the small upgrade to an above ground pool. 
Um, just kidding. He also had a, he, my brother also had a Pee Wee Herman birthday party. Can you imagine before everything happened, he had a Pee Wee Herman themed birthday party? That's actually kind of fun though. Of course it is. Smart I have a Pee Wee Herman themed birthday right now. Also, so I was going to say, I think Pee Wee Herman like came back around though. Oh, like, for sure. But I believe in the, yeah, yeah there was a little weird, but what was he doing? I think he was, uh, he was like, masturbating off. in a yeah. theater. Yeah. It's like, okay. Like, I mean, <laughs> not that that's cool, what like, crucify the guy. He wasn't doing something to someone else. Yeah. But having your dick out in public is not a good thing. Fair. So there's that. Um, so Emily, do you have any parties that you uh, recall? I mean, yeah. I mean, my birthday parties were always really fun. My parents, we all, our family well, always had, had a, a summer birthday too. Yeah. And our family always had a 4th of July party. Um, That's fun. It was always so fun. I love 4th of July parties. Yeah. And ours was really fun. I feel like I've talked about it before. It was like when we had the one string across the entire yard. No. Oh, like, okay. So my dad would never, like my dad, like never like bought a volleyball net. What my dad did was he took a, a piece of rope and tied it from our pool, our above ground pool, mm-hmm. to a hook that he put on the side of our house that extended across the entire yard and literally divided our yard in half. And that was the volleyball net. And every year there'd be a heated, heated volleyball game. Wow. And it would be guys against girls, which I hate that my Always. family did that. Yeah. And one year, because I was finally like maybe old enough to play, like they were taking, they were taking a chance on me. Yeah. And, it, and I... Amanda, when I tell you in this volleyball game what happened every year, I would sit on the sideline just waiting for Dying. my chance. Put me in, coach. Waiting for my chance. And this one year was like finally the year that I think my dad begrudgingly was like, okay, you can play. And within like five minutes, I got hit in the head with the ball and I was being a whiner about it. And my dad was like, get out nope. of the game. Nope. He, so he kicked me out of the game and I threw a fucking fit. I went up to my bedroom and my bedroom window overlooked the backyard. Oh my God. And I sat with my face in the bedroom window crying while everyone was playing how old were you like 10 oh i was my such God. a baby though i was such a baby if anything started to like just i just be so such a pain in you the do ass t- you things. wear your emotions on your sleeve and i imagine I, yeah, as I a child even worse oh uh, yeah as a little kid i could never just like i could never just get over things mm-hmm. i would just i would th- it would just be a to-do <laughs> so stu- and what i find so fascinating about it now is that you couldn't fucking pay me enough money to, to play fucking volleyball. play a volleyball game <laughs> <laughs> I would volleyball die. Volleyball so fun. I'm oh, fucking horrible at it. Um, I remember when uh, when my dad used to work at the bank, uh, they would have like killer parties at my house. Mm-hmm. And I was old enough to remember it because my in my old house before we moved, we had a huge backyard, just this awesome, awesome big backyard. And um, I don't I don't know all the details or what the party was for, but it was at our house in our backyard. Um, and my parents had people over and it was like this massive event. It was catered. They had a boat there. There's no Mm. water in my yard. They had a boat like that. I don't know if it was like a theme or whatever. It was nuts. And I remember like being able to like walk around when it was all like getting set up. And then we like immediately were sent upstairs. And I remember that we were allowed, we rented two videos and I remember we, and we picked out a snack, a special snack. And I remember all three of those items related to this event. Because we were relegated to the den. We had, you can only be in the den. You can't come out. Right. By children. Sure. Which are like, great. Sure. Here are the movies. Uh, oh, well, the snack was uh, Doritos flavor, uh, pizza flavored Doritos. Ew. Disgusting. Uh, and the two movies were a little movie called Bebe's Kids and Rockadoodle. 
I don't know what either of those things are. And that's because they are not important to, they are not a Disney <laughs> they film. Made z- they made zero impact on the film On um, the cultural, whatsoever. yeah. Nothing on the scene. I wonder on the, the cultural rotten- zeitgeist, zero splash. <laughs> I wonder what the uh, the Rotten Tomatoes is on either of those. Ooh, good to know. Gotta look it up. 14. Four, oh, I would be shocked. Um, and, But there's no, like, not Disney, not Universal, nothing. Just who knows what brand, what, like, movie studio put these two out. And I like that they were like, because it's, that would be that's like a major thing to be like you guys can't come to this party and this fabulous party is happening all around yeah. you so you'd think that they wouldn't want to give you movies that are like alright here's a rated PG-13 yeah, this is a big one but this is what we picked out and, and I remember we were in the den and they pulled out the sofa bed and we got to like hang out on the oh, sofa oh so that was like the exciting part oh it was so exciting <laughs> I tell you uh, how many marbles did it take for that one <laughs> How many, marbles, how many marbles did you have to give to get those two? Oh, a lot of marbles. Flicks? A lot of marbles for that. Um, but uh, but yeah, parties, I feel like um, I always, I think I, I love parties in my head and then I'll get to parties and they're never as fun as I want them to be. I'm not going to lie. As an adult, they've waned in like Funness. fun for me. Yeah. And I, when you're younger, you go to house parties all the time and stuff, but as an adult, that really starts to dry up. Yeah. And now the only kind of house party I'd probably want to go to is one that is on a higher end scale because otherwise oh, I'm like, yeah. I don't need to sit at your house and do the things that I do at my house. Where I'm more comfortable. I'm wearing, I'm not wearing pants. You know, like I can do much more than that. For me, I, I, in my adult life, I don't think I've yet to have a normal standard just like come to my house for a party. It's always a theme. Theme? Yeah. I don't yeah. know why. I don't know why. I, I really, yeah. And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I don't know how I am about, like, I, having worked in an industry that is completely party focused and I've catered like hundreds of events and stuff too. So it's like, I know what it takes to set parties up and to like have a party and to be a host of a party. Mm -hmm. I know what you have to do. So the idea of me doing that like in my own home for people is like, fuck that. I don't want to do that. Because if you want to be throwing like the right party, you have to like do the stuff and it's like, I, then when, then you're not enjoying your party. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Every time. Every time so I host a party, like, I'm like, nope. I'm a millionaire and I can hire party planners that are going to take care of everything, then forget okay. it. Goodbye. Did you ever watch Party Down? Yes. God, what Love a show. It. What a great show. Love it. Um, but we reached out to all of you uh, to get some uh, stories about the parties that you've experienced. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have a, a story. This is from Stephanie. Mm-hmm. Stephanie said, um, I loved laser tag as a kid, but I couldn't go to some places because they used strobe lights and I'm epileptic. I had my 12th birthday party at a laser tag place that I knew didn't use strobes. After we had cake, they did a special birthday mission, one that ends in strobes. So basically, I remember nothing about that birthday because of a seizure, and the only details I have are from what my friends and family told me. I mean, how awful must that laser tag place feel also side note i loved laser tag do you still no i'm not saying that i'm saying step oh. the fact that she started that story with i, I loved, loved laser, laser tag. tag as a kid <laughs> have you ever played laser tag once tag is a not correct term in laser tag oh it's, it's not tag it's not tag you it's sh- shoot each other it's shoot them up it should be a laser Wait, shoot them up have you done the other thing paypal yes absolutely never don't. I'd rather die. You would. It's too scary. It's the shittiest thing I've ever done. It's like, come out here, run around and get hurt. It's the shittiest thing I've ever done. I would never want. I, I got hit direct uh, in close range on my hand by accident by one of the people. I, it was like a work thing that I was at. And they hit me direct on my hand. When I tell you, I had a golf ball on my hand that was like turned into a black bruise that was the size of like literally a golf ball for like a month because of it. 
So anyone that tells you like paintball is like this no. fun, playful thing, it hurts like fuck. It's messy. It's You're always in the middle of nowhere. It's never crossed my mind to even want to go to that. It would never cross my mind to want to go. It was like but a, it was a work thing. It was a work thing. So I was like, how bad could this be? Yeah. Bad. Bad. Real bad. But yeah, Stephanie, oh, bless. A 12-year-old. I'm sorry. Stephanie. And they're like, hey, hey, everybody, we got the special birthday mission. Gonna be awesome. Strobe lights. <laughs> I will say, Stephanie, though, at least, at least, if we want to look at the p- bright side, um, when I was a kid, my parents had my birthday at Papagino's, where you can go behind the counter and make your own pizza. That's pretty fun. Oh, I think laser tag sounds way cooler than that. This is the lamest shit ever. They just brought me to like a place that we eat food at all the time, and they were like, well, "I didn't know you ate there all the time." Oh my god, Papagino's! Uh, did we talk about <laughs> Amanda? We always went there. Papagino's had jukeboxes at the tables. Oh, that's the best. Oh, I loved it. Love a jukebox. I don't even know if there's a Papagino's anymore. People, guests, fans, people that are in the Northeast, very specifically, probably the Framingham Natick area. Oh my god, is there still a Papagino's? Um. We talked about the party where my or where my mom wrapped up puzzle pieces in tinfoil. Was it? And they had like a different colored dots on them and they had to find them. Uh, maybe. Yeah, she took four puzzles and then each puzzle she would wrap each piece in tinfoil and then put them if it, for like every piece for that puzzle got like a red star on it. Other puzzle got like a blue star and your team was like, you got to find all the blue stars. And then you at the end you had to unwrap them and put the puzzle together. This sounds horrible. It's, yeah. But I mean, like, as a kid, it was great. I know, but as a kid, it was great. What an event. What a time. Um, All right, Emily, what what do you got over there? I'm actually going to start. I'm hesitant to start with my favorite story, but I am going to start with my favorite story. Ooh, okay. It is my favorite story. So, uh, and from one of my favorite people, Akmal. Akmal, hi. Hi, Akmal. Um, Okay, so his story is, I lived in a house with six of my best friends in Gainesville. So, we got a little wild. One year, we had a 4th of July party, and I walked... And I walk into my backyard, and there was a flipping goat there. So then it turns out the girl who brought it, whose name I forget, but it was something along the lines of sunflower, had left the party to take acid and left her goat there. So I spent most of the night trying to keep bros from feeding the goat beer cans. Sunflower didn't pick the goat up until like 6 a.m. That is (laughs) everything. That's amazing, right? First of all, there's a lot to say, but I want to just right out the gate say goat goats cans? eating cans. Yes. What is it? I'm telling you guys, goats eat cans. I, and we, I still haven't even done any back research on Neither that. Neither have I because in my head it just happens. I don't want to know well, facts. I mean, and I like that Akmal's, his instinct was, don't we have to keep it away. I know you're going to all, everyone knows the lore of goats eating cans. He's not concerned about like, don't feed the no. goat alcohol. Don't give no. the goat human food. Don't get. No. Don't let the goat near any of the cans because it's yeah. definitely going to eat the cans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you guys hear that? That is. Oh my god! What is hey, that? hey, hey! Steve, come here, guys, come over here. What? Did, what, man? Bros party. Great party. There's a fucking goat over here. What are you talking Go, about? Come over here. There's a goat. It has a leash on, a harness, like Holy my dog. Holy sh. Oh my. What is. Hey, goaty. Oh my hey. God. It has a little. It has, it has a little collar on. What's it say? It says, if found, return to sunflower. Well, how do we going to know where sunflower Who's son? What Wait fucking hippie parent? Hey, Kip. Yeah, what? Don't you have a friend named Sunflower? Yeah. Okay, well, I think her fucking goat's here. Oh. Is she here? 
Is Marty here? Marty! Hi, Marty. Yeah, she just brings goats to parties. You know how Sunflower is. Her parents were hippies, and that's just how she is. I she has a goat. Wait, so, but where's Sunflower? Who knows where Sunflower ever is? She goes where the wind takes her. Well, I don't feel comfortable taking care of this goat at this party. Well, someone's got it. It's your party. See you later. Uh, oh, my God. Yo, look at this goat. Don't. Guys, hey. Oh my, hey. Who's got some cans? No, 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 no. Don't. Nobody feed the goat. Nobody give feed the goat. this goat cans. Goats nobody give the goat cans. any cans. Guys, goats, goats love cans yeah you gotta feed let's feed them it's what they eat no part no of you diet. can't feed it it's gonna hurt him it's gonna rip his throat open what have you ever not have you haven't you heard of the billy goat's gruff what the billy goat's gruff it's a story it's gruff or guff gruff the billy goat's gruff it's a story what is it i don't know it's just what, what does that have to do with anything they Listen, eat cans in it i'm pretty sure i'm somehow now strangely responsible for fucking sunflower's goat and i don't want you guys you're fucking this goat no, you idiot. That's what you just said. I didn't. You said you're now in charge of fucking Sunflower's no, goat. No, I'm in charge of taking care of it. You oh, guys that, can't feed a can. That makes more sense. Okay, <sighs> hey, Marty. Marty. Listen. I have to go get more ice. Yes. I need you to protect yourself, Marty. I need you to stay right here, right where I'm tying you up. Right against, right here, tied to this long rope that I'm going to use this rope. Cut to 10 minutes later. Oh, no. Whoa. Whoa, what happened to this goat? Well, I used the volleyball net rope to tie him keep him tethered to the house because I had to go get more ice and I guess I guess I must have tied it too tight and yeah it looks like you, you it looks like he hung himself and uh it looks like his uh uh body's just like filled with cans you fucking guys wow that's really sad I guess the Billy Goat's Gruff was a fairy tale after all it's not a true story <laughs> where's Sunflower she's gonna be pissed you know what Fuck sunflower. Sounds good. Um, you heard it here first. You heard it here first. Um, I I love that her that he thinks her name was Sunflower, and I love that someone named Sunflower just had a thought to bring the goat to the party. Like, should I bring the goat? Wait a minute. To bring the goat to the party, the fact that somebody has Left. a goat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what, who's, what world like, are we living? How in? many layers are we got to peel back on this? I mean, I mean, I guess if you live on a farm, but even then, it's just like it's not a pet. No. A goat is not a pet. No, a goat is not a pet. Also, I'd like to, to make a note that recently you were with me. We experienced somebody that was under the influence of acid. And yes. to me, acid is like a drug that they did like You're in another planet. on Mad Men. Yeah. And, you know, it's like from like 1962. And then like after that, like people realized. I feel like realized, it's more 70s. Right. But still like. A long either time way, ago. Like acid is not like. Yeah. Dropping acid is something that like I feel like people aren't doing that. But, like people are doing like Molly now. Right. Like isn't that more. I the guess drug? it's like at least cocaine or something but like juice acid L lsd even it, when you say lsd it, it make it it makes it sound even more ancient it's hey. just like what are you doing yeah wow acid what a day here it is thank you akmal and where did he say where he was living at the gainesville time? Gain wow okay. so he must have went to that's florida u of f i don't know i don't know which one i think which. it's u of f university yeah. of florida yeah. um we got a story over here from sarah sarah says um as a freshman in high school i had a party when my parents went out of town as you're wont to do, and left me with the neighbor's kid who was a senior, and I got busted. Not because they found the wine cooler bottles, but because somebody had raided the fridge 
and cooked all of the eggs. <laughs> My mom knew that a dozen was too many eggs for Betsy and me to have eaten without help. Maybe if it had been Easter, we could have gotten away with it. That's what mom, how, how is she that in tune? You couldn't have eaten all these eggs in this weekend. I don't know though. If you think about it, I bet you as a mom though, you would notice that a dozen eggs were gone, but couldn't you be like, oh yeah, I had a friend over for breakfast. They're not like, well, someone clearly had a, had, had a big rager because someone made omelets. (laughs) Someone made a lot of omelets. Yeah. Clear indication of a rager. Also, what kids are eating eggs? I feel like eggs is such. If I was like, wasted and someone made me eggs, I would kill myself. Like I would I'd be, be like, I'd, I'd be throw like, up everywhere. Oh, oh my god! Thank you so much for making me the opposite of what I'd ever want to eat right now. Perfect. Like that's like. Oh, can I have an ice cream sundae as well? Like I, all of that would just. Like, I guess I wouldn't want an ice cream sundae. No, of course not. You're drunk. Oh my god! I'm so drunk right now. Can you please make give me that salad already? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> but I knew someone who would do that, who would get drunk. We'd go to like restaurants and just get like a bunch of greasy food and they'd get a salad. And I'm like, what are you doing? This is not what this is about. Yeah, you're not having any fun with no, this. A salad. Um, God, I love the idea of that mom. Those parents that they're like, hmm, clearly. Was that? Uh, that was Sarah. Oh, okay. Uh, listen, nothing gets past, nothing gets past a mom. No, for certain. All right. Well, we're we're back from vacation, Cindy. What a time that was, honey. What a time we had. Yeah. Good. Cool. Great. I'm gonna go to my room. All right. See you I'll later. Be, yeah. I'll just be up in my room. I, All right. I don't want to talk. My throat hurts. Okay. I was studying so much. That while sounds. You were away. That sounds fine. Your mom and I are just gonna have a quick look see around the house. If you just want to go to your room, you can look everywhere you want. Why don't you look in every single room and you can look, especially look in the den uh, on how clean the vacuum rug is. Cindy, you're acting a little strange. Why no, you? I'm not. You're acting strange. You've been away. What happens when you leave me alone? I was alone. Wow. Okay. Um. Well, your your mother and I are gonna take a little walk around the house and just uh, make sure. I don't know why you guys are walking around the house. It's not like you walk around the house all the other times when you're living in it. Okay, Cindy. Um, Mary, Mary. Yes. Um, oh, honey, I just finished putting everything away. Oh, good. Well, oh, honey, what a we just had such a time. Oh, uh, yeah, we did have such a time on the trip. It was great. But we now, missed you. Wish you'd been here. I'm just, I'm starving. No, you know. Hey, guys, I'm gonna whip up a little bit of something. Oh, that sounds good. Oh, oh you know I, what I should? You know what, honey? You know what you love? What? You know what you love, George? I mean, I love a lot of things. You love Brenner. Oh, don't I love Brenner. Um, you know, that's what we're going to do tonight. Breakfast for dinner. We're going to do breakfast for dinner. So let me start getting that worked out. Oh, that sounds great. Let me grab some, okay, we've got some parquet. And uh-huh. we've got a little bit of, um, get some the orange juice. And we're going to make pet. Mmm, this sounds perp. Honey? Honey, are you okay? You look, you look like you've seen a ghost. Cindy. What? Cindy. What? I, I oh. bought. Oh, my. You- George, would you look at this? I can see it from here. George, I bought four dozen eggs before we left for this trip. You never have less than than, than five dozen it's in this house. It's because BJ's has those sales on them, of so course. I buy them because they don't ever go bad. Of course. And I'm sorry, but Cynthia... What, Mom? No, uh, so, okay, I... Mom, Dad, Honey. do you know how starving it is, like how hungry I am when you're away? Do you, do you understand how hungry it is for me? Honey, what we demand answers. What? happened here i had did you eat. have an omelet did were people making omelets did you have kegs no did you have, i ate like an egg like every hour the whole time you were gone honey that would be terrible for your cholesterol 
honey, you barely eat eggs when we're home. And suddenly okay, you so expect us to believe that you had four dozen eggs yes, in, in, in one overnight. You, maybe you know what you should find hard to believe is that you guys ab- abandoned me for an entire two days. And my friend Brittany came over one day and she had some of the eggs too. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh no. You're trying. Oh my what God. What are you trying to pull? Look what I just found over here. Huh? Huh? It looks like someone used most, if not all, of the dish soap. Clearly, if someone's doing that many dishes, they're cleaning up the dishes of all their friends who ate all those omelets. All right, Dad. You got me. You had an omelet party, didn't you? <gasps> yes, and look out in the backyard tied to the house. <gasps> a dead goat with its <laughs> stomach just uh, just descended with cans. You're a monster. See, guys, parties sound fun. But it's a lot of drama. Until you get caught. It's a lot of drama. I think we talked about it before that my brothers had a party once and a girl went, took her top off in the pool. No. I think we did. And what happened? I tattled on them. My parents came home. It was like the first time I think my parents like left me with my brothers. Like they were old enough to like to take care of me when my if my parents had to go away for the weekend. And they were only like in the Cape, so they were close enough or whatever. Yeah. And like like my oldest brother was eight years older than me, so he was like when I was ten, he was eighteen. Yeah. So it's it's fine. It's completely reasonable that he could take care of me. But they had a party, and one of the girls took her top off, and I I was like I, I was busting at the seams to tattle on them. As soon as my parents got home, I was like. There are boobs. Welcome home. Luke and Matt had a party and there was a girl naked in the pool. Bye. My parents were like livid. Of course. You're 10. <laughs> you saw boobs. Um, my brother once had a party. Did we talk about this? How he got busted? I Maybe. Uh, with the recorder. Oh, I don't know. Um, he and his friends, uh, he had a couple, a bunch of friends over and they were all drinking and they, because it was the age before phones, uh, like before phones existed. Before phones. Uh, mm-hmm. It was the 1800s when my brother yeah. had a party. Um, it was before iPhones and all that. So I guess like their way of keeping, of doing like silly, creative, weird stuff. They had like a little, like what those reporters use, like those handheld, like little teeny tape recorders. Oh, right, right, right. And they just like recorded the night. Like, cool, cool tape. Cool, cool party. Cool yeah. tape. Can't wait to listen to that again. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my brother left the uh, tape in his jeans pocket when my mom was doing laundry. And um, she listened to the tape and found it and uh, heard heard all the all the, all the goings on all the goings ons of like <laughs> six like how old were they sixteen year olds God drinking that, meant, that I mean aside from getting caught and all that that has to be the most agonizing tape to ever have to listen to oh my god on top of that those little recorders use like these tiny tapes that where are you playing it except for on the device on the device so the sound is like literally like terrible un- uh, unlistenable terrible um yeah that uh I think like what like a lame way of getting caught. Like, of, oh, sorry. That's the best. Of course. It's the <laughs> lamest way of getting caught. <laughs> um, did, you, did you ever throw a party that you got in trouble? No. Uh, yeah, uh, sort of. Uh, so what happened was I was allowed, I had a pool party. I had people over like swimming at night one time and um, in, my, in my below, in ground pool, below ground pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was at the time in my life when it was very hard to start controlling who was showing up to what because I was in high school and like so many other people started showing up places. Right, like right, They right. would invite their friends. Mm-hmm. They would invite yep. their friends. And especially like when people started being friends with older kids. Yeah. We had a huge tree. And I think it's like, are those the huge trees that look like Christmas trees? Are those evergreens? Spruces? I don't know. I don't know. They're like a huge, huge like 
two times like the size, like the height of my house, like Got a it, huge right. tree. So it had a huge base that you could like go in and under and like stand under and that sort of stuff. So um, my parents were like, you can have people over. They cannot drink. And I was like, okay. And people were like, oh, can we, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And like, I was like, please don't drink. Please don't drink. And um, people were, ended up like drinking like in that tree, like underneath and like would like kind of get in there and like that's where they were storing all their shit. And like they just like leave the pool go drink and they left like all their cans and like all that shit there. Cool friends. Yeah. And I got in like crazy amounts of trouble. And then my mom called the moms. <gasps> How shitty is that? <laughs> I remember she called like one or two of the moms of like the older kids that were there that like bought it, I guess, or something. I know. But at the same time though, like, you're, I mean, God, it, was it is kind of like, it's like fucking kid came over to my house and it was illegally drinking at my home. Like, but like, that's the lamest shit. It's like a Saved by the Bell episode for real. Like, for real. I'm calling that parent. I'm sorry, Amanda. I know this is a, t- a tough lesson to, lo- to learn now, but I'm calling their parent. And it was like it's no fault of your own because like, you literally were telling and them I not didn't, to drink. I know, and it really sucked. <laughs> it really so sucked. Um, but it was that, that was one of the, my things. Like, my parents were very cool about me drinking as long as I didn't come home, like, bl- plastered. Um, as long as I was like, okay, they were fine. And then, um, but, it, but and it couldn't happen at their house. Like they're not drinking here, which is so funny because like that makes sense. There though. are those parents that are like, well, well they don't be the parents that are like, it's fine to drink here because yeah. those, it, that's not a good thing. That's not a good thing. Um, I had a party once when I was graduating from high school, and I'll be very brief, only because my brother was still living at the house. My mom had moved back to Massachusetts, and I was about to move back to Massachusetts to go to college, and my my brother was there, and he was just like, listen, he's like, I don't really care. I know it's cool to have a party. It's graduation. He's like, but I just don't like, don't let it get out of control because like, I'm not, yeah. I don't want to be responsible for this shit. For sure. So sure enough, uh, these kids, these older kids rolled up. Oh no. And they, it was the first time I'd ever seen or even known about a blunt. Yeah. And it's, guys, listen, when I tell you this is my first and my last blunt situation, that, this is the truth. So at the party, drinking with friends, blah, blah, blah. These kids come in, they roll this blunt and I'm like, I'm hip because I didn't Here even I know am. them and I was, they shouldn't have been at my house. Yeah. Not good. Nope. And so I, I take this hit off of this blunt. I proceed to eat an entire bowl of Kraft macaroni and cheese. Sounds great. At said party, sat on a chair, vomited on myself, and blacked out. The cops came. My brother had to break the party up. <laughs> because I was, there's, I had no, no business. You had no wherewithal. Smoking something like that. That is really bad. That's like the one time I threw up like a high school party. Yeah. And it got insanely out of control. And I was a mess. And that was it. Yeah. Um, this this is just a very quick story. Diana sent the story in. <laughs> and it's probably the most amazing thing I've ever read in my entire life. Okay. Diana says, I once went to an awesome New Year's Eve party. <laughs> and after a couple hours, realized I was at the wrong house. The end. That's it. Period. No more information. It's my favorite thing. No more information. I love it so much. I love to. I went, and then it was an awesome party. She was delighting in it. She's just wandering around. I wonder where my friends are. Having a time. Oh, where's Carol and Ben? Who cares? These sandwiches are delightful. I'm having, Carol and Ben, I know this is their house. They've got to be around here somewhere, but what a, when's that ball going to drop? Oh, that Dick Clark is is so funny. (laughs) I'm, I I haven't seen one person that I know, but I'm going to hold out. I'm really having fun. I'm sure that my friends will arrive soon. I hope someone here can drive me home because I've had too many of these champagnes. Champagnes? One of my friends here. Oh, <laughs> right. None of them are here. But like who let her in? She's like, hi. But if you think about it, if you that's were holding the part a party that's... and somebody like came in and you didn't know, you might be like, ah, it might be my, a friend of my husband's or 
maybe they're here to meet someone. I might not instantly be like, what are you doing here? I don't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a weird instinct. What are you doing here? You're like, who are you? Like when you've had a party, you're inviting people over and suddenly someone comes over and you're like, who are you? Yeah, but that's a weird, yeah, because at, at the parties that we have, like, yeah, I don't know by face, like Somebody all of my husband's friends. In. Like it could be my husband's work friend that I've never met. Yeah. But I feel like they'd say, hi, I'm this, I'm, I'm you know, I'm your husband's maybe. friend. Maybe. I would. Also, it's a very peculiar like, situation Amanda. to be in to have to like, to then to realize at your party that there's someone there that like shouldn't be there. Oh God, I have so many questions. Oh, I do know Diana though. And, and this is like the most, I, I'm saying this in the most lovable way. Like it, it actually doesn't surprise me because Diana has that kind of like sense of wonder about her. She's yeah. kind of like a person that's like, well, whatever. Everything's fun. <laughs> I'm having fun. Everyone's nice. I'm no a nice harm. person. No harm. No foul. This is great. No, I totally could see that too. Um, well, as, as we, uh, as we wrap it on up, Emily, mm-hmm. um, do you feel like we've covered parties pretty well? I think I think we've overcovered parties. Um, I'd like to just really quickly say that with the one party we haven't talked about is uh, that um, we, for Y two K, going into the two thousand nineteen ninety nine two thousand, we spend at Jen's house, uh, the one who flips Monopoly boards. And I feel like you're trying to squeeze in your own Jen Yaffe type friend. Just saying. all in one episode, you're like overloading on Jen. Okay, well here we are, and <laughs> she. Um, uh, we we had like the lamest party ever we were freshmen in high school it was before like we knew how to get booze or how to do anything and so there was like nine eight or nine girls that were sleeping over at this person at jen's house Mm -hmm. and i don't know why or remember how it happened but at some point we were in her front yard when the ball dropped we went out into her front yard and we were tossing around a frozen turkey why i don't know where did it come from I, i imagine i mean the freezer but why would we be doing that her parents weren't home. Also, like... And that's, like, the crazy thing we were doing. I was going to say, two kids are... Sometimes kids, like, left to their rotten. own devices. Like, turkeys are expensive. I wasn't even thinking that. I was just thinking about how lame kids are. Of course. Oh, I saw this turkey. This is fun. What a time. Let's throw that turkey around. I do feel like what just happened there was that you... You were, like, mid-yawn and a word came out. And then you were like, I'm going to try to maybe roll this yawn voice into, like, character voice. I did. Did it work? <laughs> A, a little bit. Kind of. Because I, I saw you yawn. You saw me yawning. But thanks for blowing up my spot. Uh, so if anyone listened to episode 53, which is our live show, let's do a little throwback to that. Yeah. Uh, we were asked some questions for our pie face game show segment of the show. Yep. Uh, the audience provided said yep. questions. We did not have the time on that in that show to get to all those questions. Yeah, but, but you got pied in the face before we could answer them all. I did get pied in the face. We got to a few, though. We did. Um, but Amanda had, was smart enough and had the wherewithal to keep these audience questions so we thought it might be fun we haven't looked at these nope uh if we challenge each other with some of the questions that you the audience provided yep how are you feeling about this um i'm feeling okay um yeah i'm feeling okay about this okay this they're they're not uh, these aren't easy if we recall they were trying to really we, stump us yeah, yeah they, they we, really wanted to stump us the instructions that jess marie shout out to jess marie thank you very much uh, yes. the instructions that she did give them was to make them incredibly difficult yeah so so there's that so here we go here's mm-hmm. the first question to you emily i'm ready who did lyndon johnson defeat in the 19 in 1964 to become president who did lyndon johnson defeat in 1964 to become president this is courtesy of joe c and i i can't believe that this is a real richard nixon barry goldwater oh no that's right that's a thing I mean, I also think, I think Joe is one of uh, my students. 
How about that? Oh, what a little know-it-all Joe is. What right a little there. know-it-all. All right, I got one for you. How many bones are in a human hand? How many bones are in a human hand? 300? <laughs> no. How many? 27. No. I think it's a lot with those all those little teeny bones. I think there's 27. Well, look, we're that not going to fact check. That was from Mariah. We're not, we're not going to fact check these guys, so So we're just deal with taking it. your word. Here we go. In The Office, the television show, what band does Meredith mention to Evan to get him out of her chair? Wait. This is from Shelby. Meredith? And what? Yeah. Oh, Meredith Redheaded. Mm-hmm. And In The Office, what band does Meredith mention to Evan to get him out of her chair? Is Evan the character that became it later on? Yeah, he was like the cute, handsome cute guy? cute guy. Yeah, he was like the new Jim. Oh, it's, it's a band. It's an actual band. Uh-huh. It's like a 90s band. Yep. Mm. Getting closer. One hit um, wonder. Really annoying. I can't even like hear the song. I'm not going to think of the band's name. Can you think of the song? Is it the whiskey drink? Yes. Oh my God, you're doing so well. Get there. There's no way. It's two words that rhyme. Nope. I know myself. It's not in me. Oh, come on. It's, they rhyme. I even feel I like the name. Down, I even feel like the name of that song is like thumb. Is it's tub thumping. Tub thumping. Isn't it? You're never gonna That's not in their name. Out. No, but it sort of sounds like that in a weird way. I'm telling you right now. All right. You want to know? Yeah. Chumba. Wumba. There it is. God. Chumba Wumba. That. Oh, Shelby. It was right there. I know. I told you. I said you'd no, get I would, there. I, I, trust me. It would, have, it would have never come to me. Chumbawamba. Thank you, Shelby. Oh, you might know this. Okay. Who directed The French Connection? Francis Ford Coppola? No. Hold on. Who directed French Connection? That's a great... I'll be honest with you. I'm, it's no one I've ever heard of. Adam gave this question. Who directed French Connection? I don't know. It is... William Friedkin. <laughs> Thanks, Adam. I don't know Thanks. that. Thanks I don't know that. anything about that. Um, how many do you have left? Oh. Two. No, you're good. Okay. Uh, great. We each have one left. Okay, wonderful. Um, here we go. Your question, Emily, is how many different men have been president of the United States of America? How many different men? Have been president of the United States of America? Yeah. This doesn't we feel should, right. Well... No, we. This doesn't feel right at all. Di- yeah, that wouldn't. Wait, so people that didn't have two terms? How, different men. How many different men have been president of the United States of America? Well, that's because our president's the 40. Oh, the 49th? No, <laughs> he wrote 44. Our president's the 44th right now. No, it's 45. He's a 45, sorry, 45th. Yeah. But that doesn't make much sense because people have, is that right? Because people repeat, you know what I mean? Like, well, people have longer terms. HW did, well, HW was one, but W. Right, but I guess you don't add a number. Oh, yeah. So So he's the 40, if he's the 45th president of the United States, so why isn't it, why would it be 45? Does he not count Trump? I mean, I don't, but. How many different men have been... Let's see what Siri says. That's a very strange question. Who asked that? Lawrence, of course. Here we go. Let's see what Siri says about this. How many different men have been president of the United States? I hate that Siri... Why does Siri use Bing? Can I change that? That she'll use Google? (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) 
Not a difficult question, but surprising how many get it. Okay. There have been 43 presidents of the United States. Well, this is from... I... I don't know. Is that pre... But but is that 42. pre Trump? Cleveland served two non-consecutive. Oh, okay. I guess that, that's... But that was from nine years ago? Great job, Siri. Really good stuff. Also, we're not getting any solid no. answer. Well, if, if Trump is 45... But but what they said in that thing, he one of the presidents served two terms, but not consecutive. So he's so right. He would be like the forty one, the forty. So that he guy like would have been the forty first, and then the forty fifth or something. Wow. Okay, there we are then. So it's forty four, even though our president is forty five. Oh, he doesn't count. I know. So it is forty four. So it's forty three, really. Okay. Do you want easy or hard? Either. You've got two. Let's ask them both. Okay. What year did the American Revolutionary War start? Side note, this is not what I consider to be the easy one. 1776? Wow, you're... 75. Yes. Yeah. Wow. I would have never known that. Uh, This you actually might not know. What is the nickname of the owner of Cheers from Cheers? What's his nickname? The owner of Cheers on Cheers. I know the owner of Cheers is. Uh, Well, who's the actor that played... Ted Danson. Okay. Do you know what his character name is? Hold on. Um, Let me try this. Do, do you really know this? This is like super easy. For me, it is because I am. Even I, his nickname? I adore cheer. Yes. Okay, so I know. Okay, you're so not going to know his nickname, but hold if you on. could even come up okay, hold with on. his name. Let me see what I can do here. This may be my Chumbawamba. So <laughs> I remember that they would always talk about Jack. No, something in Diane. Sam. Sam and Diane. Sam and Diane. Okay. Okay. Could okay. You, do you think you could find his last name somewhere in that? Sam. It's like stool. <laughs> Amanda, you're correct. It is Sam Stool. Nickname Smelly. Sam Smelly Stool. Um, okay. Sam. What does it begin with? W? And M. Sam. Mm. Mm, no, I'm not Do you know who it. Sylvester is? Stallone? Okay, right. It's his last name. Sam Malone. Yay! It is Sam Malone. There you are. His nickname is Sam Mayday Malone because he was a baseball player. Sam Mayday Malone. And why does Mayday make him a baseball player? He was a pitcher. It was his like nickname on the Red Sox. He, uh, I think he played for the Red Sox. And his nickname was Mayday? He was, yeah, he was like Sam Mayday Malone because of like something about like the way he pitched or something. Did Sean write that question? How do you know that? Because Sean loves cheers. Oh, he does? Sean loves cheers. Oh my God, I could talk to him for days about it. I never even knew that. Okay, well, you guys should do that <laughs> on a time because I'm not interested. Well, here we are, guys. I've never seen an episode of cheers. I actually think that you would actually enjoy it. The writing, says that, but the I, writing is really, really good. That's what I hear. And also, Woody Harrelson is brilliant on okay. it. I, I think I think the thing that bothers me is the the guy that like always comes in and they're like Ned Norm What's Norm Ned. You actually <laughs> <laughs> Sammy Stool and uh, and Ned. What a show! <laughs> That's Amanda's like Bizarro Cheers. It's called Cheers. <laughs> It's called chores, and they just—they just—they're always sweeping up in the bar. Oh, what a time! Well, well, guys, here we are. Thanks for for being here for episode fifty-four. You've made it, episode fifty-four. Wow, what a day! Uh, thank you so much for being here. And uh, if you liked this, well, hey, why don't you consider writing us a little review, guys? We continue to do this for zero. Here's an example. I listen to Amanda and Emily's podcast and I love it. I would suggest they get paid billions of dollars to do it. I hope they never, ever die. Love a person. Wow. That's really, um, that's weird in a lot of ways, but yeah. Or you could just say like, Hey, five stars. I really enjoy these two's sense of comedy. 
that didn't make sense. Mine, <laughs> I think my review was better. Yeah, your review might have been better. Um, yeah, do that. That would be really awesome. It helps us get uh, more visibility on iTunes. Um, and we want to be able to continue doing this. Um, and any visibility, uh, more visibility we can get, more people to listen is, is awesome. So leave a review. That would be wonderful. Guys, we don't want to sound desperate, but... We're desperate, so get us. I mean, who please, are we? Could you please tell we? someone to write a review? Well, tell someone. Tell your Have friend. Have you already written a review? Do it. Write another one. Here we are. <laughs> oh, you can't. Um, get a new anyway, account. Get Start an account another account and do it. Um, that would be wonderful. Uh, if you want to find uh, videos, updates, all sorts of things, you can head to our Facebook page, which is Amanda and Emily. So that's Facebook.com slash Amanda and Emily. You can go to our Instagram. It's Amanda underscore Emily underscore show. Uh, and you can find us on Twitter at Am and M show. And leave us a message on 4073 Gypnip for the love of God. We love hearing we those. We love them. And we've been putting them into our uh, shows recently. So if we get some good ones, we'll drop it on in. Um, big thanks to Charlie, as always. Charlie, um, we love you. We love you. And uh, also, you know, Charlie, you know what? You know what? What made me think of Charlie today? What? Charlie gets those slim, protein-only subs at Jimmy John's. Wow. Yep. Well, how about that? <laughs> anyway, um, sorry for your loss. Um, yeah, but I think that's I think that's that that cuts the mustard, as they say. <sighs> you know what? So go out, rent yourselves, rock a doodle, Bebe's kids. <laughs> Have a boat in your yard. Have a have don't a, don't feed the goat cans. Have a bowl of pizza flavored Doritos, which they don't make anymore. You're gonna have to find them somewhere. Yeah. And also, side note: there's only one flavor of Doritos to ever cool eat. Ranch. Cool Ranch. Cool I mean, Ranch. Yeah, of course. Sorry. I mean, there's like red speckles on it. We've Bye. we've never talked. <laughs> oh, what makes this Dorito so good? The red red speckles. speckles. Um, <laughs> also, if you said nacho cheese, I can't even imagine if you would have just said nacho I'm cheese. Not, I'm not gonna be like bummed out about a cheese Dorito, but it's like so fucking lame once you've had it. A Cool Ranch. A Cool Ranch. Like, how can you go back? You can't. You can't. How about when they started making cooler ranch and they had like, even more flavor? I was like, I didn't think the cool ranch Doritos could get cooler, and then I tasted and then this one, and they did. They add, added more red speckles. Also, you know what I'd like them for them to come out with? You know, like fun dip, right? Oh, where you could dip a chip in the speckles? Just yeah, dip that chip in the speckles, or just like give me a spoon and just let me eat the powder that you make. Give cool me ranch more with. speckles. <laughs> <laughs> Look, Doritos, if you're listening, and we know you if are, you're out there. <laughs> more speckles. <laughs> Um, well, thank you so much for being with us, everybody, and continuing to listen. Um, oh, and to year two, what a day! What a what a what a long, weird trip it's been. Is that a strange LSD? Okay. <laughs> All right, we'll talk to you soon. Love you, mean it. Bye. Bye. That was Amanda and Emily. It was a show about nothing at all.